BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Hi, everyone. I am currently sitting in my office on the floor. It's like 5.15, but still sunny out. My voice, as you can tell, is pretty worn from a super fun weekend. It was my bridal shower, in case you didn't know. I love all I hate being that way, but like I posted all about it all on my Instagram. So I'm assuming if you can bear the sound of my voice every single week, you probably also follow my Instagram. But if not, it was my bridal shower and it was really fun. I had friends and family in town and it was great. Anyways, I'm going to quickly pause before I like give you guys, you know, the scoop there to let you know like what I'm literally doing with this episode today. Well, I'm sitting here at my computer trying to get my life together And I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I got to get the podcast sent in for next week. And I have interviews that I could air, but I feel like my brain is literally fried from just all the socializing I've been doing, everything going on. And I literally cannot bring myself to edit a conversation. So I figured I would just rather grab the mic. Well, then my other thought was going to be, I just won't do an episode. Like I'll just, you know, hit up your media and be like, yo, can I take a week off? And then I was like, no, I, I, the, the hustler in me who like wants to work hard is like, Victoria, come on. Things are not that crazy that you have to not have an episode come out next week. Like that part of me kicks in where I'm being like lazy and I'm being hard on myself. And I'm like, come on. So I was like, you know what? The mic's right over there. 
why don't I just grab it and kind of sit and talk and tell all of you guys how I'm doing, kind of recap you on the shower, like you're my bestie on FaceTime. Also tell you that I booked a therapy appointment for tomorrow that I'm super excited about and why I decided to go. And I think just kind of like talk. So where do I even begin? I'll begin with the therapy stuff because I don't know, that's just on my mind. So I booked a therapy appointment for tomorrow, but I just recently have been feeling like I haven't checked in with myself properly. It's not like I have something weighing over me that I'm like, I need to talk about this thing or I'm ignoring something and I need to confront it. It's more so that I've noticed I cannot really sit in the stillness and where I really recognized that was in, well, in next week's episode with Dr. Vinita Sandu about boundaries. I'm so excited. Next week's episode is all about boundaries. We're talking about it. And I kind of realized I cannot like sit still. And when I'm getting, when I get in the car and I drive somewhere, I have to be calling my friends. I have to put on a podcast. I have to listen to music. Like it's bad. And and I should be driving a car yet in the car is like where I do the most, the most things I like do throughout my day which I don't advocate for. It's a horrible habit. I need to stop calling people and like listening to things. I should focus on driving. But anyways, the deeper part of that is like, why can't I just sit in my car and like grab the wheel and drive from point A to point B in silence? Like, what am I afraid is going to come up for me? Why is that so hard for me? And I don't really know what it is. And I am feeling really good overall, like with my mental health. But I do think I currently struggle a lot with time time moving fast, things happening, not only like my time in my own life moving fast, like obviously getting married and like, you know, you always dream, how am I going to be proposed to? What's my engagement going to be like that happened? Then it's like, I've spent all these months trying to plan this wedding with my mom and we're looking forward to this bridal shower, which was always like a North star. And like, now it's over, you know? And there's a weirdness of being in the moment of something like, oh my gosh, this is it. It's happening. And then also when it's over and you're sitting there thinking it's gone. Like I was looking forward to that. That was this big thing and it's past me. And then the pessimist side of me is like, and the wedding is going to be the same way. It's going to come and it's going to be past me. And before I know it, I'll blink and Max and I will be opening our hotel room and it's over. And there's a sadness to that. And then on top of it, there's like the existential world crisis of, is the world going to end soon? Like, is it, you know, like, and then I try to not let those thoughts in because it's so freaking overwhelming and I feel so powerless and I feel like so sad and so much pain that I can't even think about it. So I almost feel like that's what I need to talk about. Like being okay with like moments passing me by in life. And I don't know, I'm sure that when I get to therapy tomorrow, there'll be more to unpack. And honestly, I'm going to make this episode like a two-part like life dump from me. So if you keep listening, you will hear how my therapy session went. Honestly, I wish I was you. I wish I could know how it went, (laughs) but I will be sure to hit the mic tomorrow and give you guys a recap to round out this episode. Anyways, let's talk about the bridal shower. The bridal shower was so special. It was so fun. I literally had the best time. I mean, my best friends were there. My favorite family came in. Just my favorite people really showed up and showed out and I felt so loved and it was just so special. And Max came, which was so cute. When I woke up though, the morning of my bridal shower, I was super nervous. I woke up at like 6 a.m. anxious and nervous and not the excited kind, but the very nervous, I hope everything goes okay kind. And I actually wasn't planning on talking about this on the podcast, let alone right now. But I figure if you're still listening, you know, we got a special bond. I was really nervous because of my outfit. And you're probably thinking, what? Oh my God, your outfit was amazing. Like it was such a hit online. 
great. I'm so glad that it was. However, in my real life, I was really nervous about how it would be perceived. It was definitely an extravagant outfit, not only just the appearance of it, but more so like the purchase of it. And that to me was something that, and like, honestly, you guys, the anxious thoughts in my mind are like, don't even bring attention to it. Don't even talk about it on the podcast. Stop doing this right now. We can like cut it out. But I'm just going to talk, whatever. It's real pod. I was nervous because I spent a lot of money on that outfit. And I just didn't know if I'd be judged. Like, I just didn't know what the reaction would be. Like, is it not relatable? Is it someone thinks, oh, what a bad spend of your money? Or like, I can't believe you would buy an item of clothing. Like, you know, all these things. And I actually had a conversation with my friend Tori. You guys know Tori from her first 100K. I had her on the podcast. And I literally called her up one night, like kind of on the verge of tears, having a freak out that like, maybe I should return my bridal shower outfit. And this was like weeks and weeks ago. Cause I was just thinking like, I've been doing Vix fits and I've been tagging everything. And like, for the most part, like everything I tag, like you've heard of it before. And like, you can swipe up and like purchase it if you want yourself. And for the bridal shower, I was like, oh gosh, like this is my first Vix fit where like, I don't know, like it's, it's a, it's a Zimmerman dress. Like she was really great. And we had this awesome phone call where she was like, just telling me, you know, you are able to spend your money however you want. And like, if Max walked into the bridal shower with a Rolex on his wrist, no one would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe a man spent so much money on a watch. They would just be like, oh my God, that is so amazing that like Max makes money and he can buy himself something nice. And Victoria, you're with a man who can buy something nice. And I was like laughing with her because I'm like, that is so freaking true. Yet when a woman buys you know, a material thing, let alone clothes or spends it on beauty or makeup, they aren't spending their money properly or it's a stupid purchase. So I was nervous about that. And I didn't know like if I would get feedback like about people thinking they didn't like it. I mean, isn't this so stupid? It's so stupid for me to admit it now and to say it now, but I was really so nervous about it. But the reaction was so great. I mean, everyone was so nice. Everyone said I look so great. They love the dress. I mean, it just goes to show that you could be spending so much time. Like literally, I spent weeks like concerned about this. And then the morning of my shower, I woke up nervous, like, oh my God, today's the day. Like I'm posting in my outfit and it didn't even matter. Like everyone is nice. Everyone is supportive. Like no one is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about them. So that was really, you know, a reminder to me, like I can live my life and the people that really support me and are happy for me, like they don't care. Like they're not going to judge me and I don't do that to other people. So why would I assume that they would do that to me? Anywho, villain the blowfish, let's see where I want to take this mayhem of a podcast next. If you are looking for one super easy and seamless wellness routine to incorporate into your life, look no further than Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. Did you know that over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? And that's me. I am one of the 97%. My doctor told me I do not have enough vitamin D. Not to mention 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. And gaps in your diet should not be ignored. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women aged 18 and over. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual doesn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Sign me up. Ritual is offering RealPod listeners 10% off your first three months if you visit ritual.com slash real pod, once again, that's ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L.com slash real pod. 
for 10% off your first three months. It's turning healthy habits into a ritual, and I love that for us. This episode is also sponsored by Macy's, which I'm so thrilled about because you guys know I'm super into fashion these days. I want to dress better. I've been posting my Vicks fits. And if you go to Macy's.com slash own your style, you will be blown away by what you can find and what you can learn. They have all the inspo. So they have trends you can try and you can look at. They have the spring 2022 must-haves, including, you know, the relaxed jean, the oversized shirt, the matching set, all so in right now. They'll show you how to achieve that perfect no makeup makeup look. And also you can shop your favorite brands and their very own Macy's collabs. We're coming around to spring and that brings new trends in a whole brand new season. Whether you're looking for the perfect rugby sweater or varsity jacket, a sundress, the perfect button down, macy's.com slash own your style has it all. And remember when you're a Macy's star reward member, you'll earn rewards on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Head on over to Macy's.com slash star rewards if you want to learn more. That's Macy's.com slash star rewards. So thank you, Macy's, for having everything we need to be fashionable and in style this spring season. Once again, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style to see what's trending for style tips and tricks and to look oh so cute this spring. I guess this next thing I'll share with you guys, I don't even know why I'm sure. I just kind of like I'm telling you everything right now. And I feel like there's going to be a bunch of little lessons along the way. I had a tough phone call today. A friend called me, one of my very, very best friends, and just said, hey, Vic, I've been thinking about a comment you made for a while now, and it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm still thinking about it. And, you know, it hurt me. And honestly, when this friend said that, I was thinking, oh, shit. And then I was thinking, yep, yep, I totally agree. Because I made this comment and it, when I made it, I was like, oh shit, why did I just say that out loud? Like I was being candid and I thought, oh God, that did not come off right. And I thought like, whatever, like we're in, in the moment there were people around. So we didn't really like marinate on it. And I had been thinking about it today and clearly she had, and it sucked. And I don't know, the reason I'm just telling you guys about it is because I was on the phone call. I said, I'm so glad you brought this up. I completely agree. I'm so sorry I said that. Like that was just really not a kind or, you know, thoughtful comment by me. And I'm sorry. I fucked up and I feel like an asshole. And my friend was like, it's okay. Like I appreciate that. And like, you know, everything's totally fine. Like I love this friend. Like we're we're Gucci and we have a relationship where like we can talk that out with each other. The reason why I'm sharing it is because it sucks. It sucks to feel like you're not a good friend or like you hurt someone that you love. And also, I know I'm not giving you guys the exact comment just because, you know, while my life is totally public online, my friends aren't. But anyways, it wasn't that bad. Like, of course, I would never body shame someone. I never made a comment like that was malicious. It was more just like a sarcastic dig. Like, what's a good example? I guess here's here's a good example if I'm really trying to grasp at straws. It would be like if you had a really good friend who did something embarrassing and like, you you knew that it was sensitive to them and they like wanted to just leave that in the past. And then something came up in the future that was kind of related. And you were like, it's kind of like the time you, you know, dropped your books. And like, it's like, ha ha ha. But Vic, why did you bring that up? Like, why did you say that? And that's not the example at all, but that's just me giving you like a loose example of it. Anyways. So anyways, I felt like shit. And I sat here after the phone call, like, oh God, like it sucks. It sucks not to feel like a perfect friend. It, it sucks to feel like, you have so much going on. Like, 
Um, right now, I have had a lot of things very organized, like with Team VG, where we've got like all of our ducks in a row. And recently, there's been a few controllable things happen where people on the team have had to step out for various reasons. And as a result, I've kind of had to like keep things afloat. And, you know, it just sucks when like you feel like you've got so much going on and you can't keep up with it all. And then it's like you drop the ball in an area. Oh, now I'm getting emotional. You drop the ball in an area where you're like, fuck, like, why did I do that? And so, yeah, I just like kind of felt like shit. And I was like, gosh, I just, you know, and it's not even that big of a deal. Like it wasn't even that big of a thing, honestly, but I just like take it to heart so much. Like when I do something wrong or when I, I'm not perfect in some way, or I like drop the ball and then it's like, I get more emotional because like, I'm not even sitting here emotional right now about this comment. I'm just sitting here like, gosh, I just have so much going on. And like, am I doing it all to the extent that is good enough? And is it to my standard? And LOL, not me being like, you guys will figure out what comes up in therapy at the end of this podcast. Meanwhile, it's still me on this day. And I'm like getting to the heart of it. It just sucks to feel like you dropped the ball and you're not perfect. And like, yeah, you know, it sucks. And also sucks to feel like overwhelmed and like you just have so much going on. And you know, this, this, this right now is not like an actual accurate, I feel like representation of how I really feel overall, because I really do feel happy a lot. And I think something else too is like, sorry, now I'm just like crying into the mic and I'm like, should I turn this off? I just feel like even, you know, oh my God, sorry guys. Whoo, this is embarrassing. Anyways. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm dead. I'm laughing. You know, with the bridal shower photos, photos being posted this past weekend, it was just so cool to see everyone be like, I'm so happy to see you happy and you're so happy. And like, it is cool to be happy. And I think that, you know, a lot of my message and my story stems around not being happy. And it's also weird sometimes because when you kind of like identify with whether it's a mental health issue or a movement, you know, so it's like I identify with anxiety, depression and eating disorder. It's a lot of what I talk about. It can be negative. And you know, I think for me, like I always have this lens of like, but here's the negative or like, but it's okay if you're not always happy. And like, I think as a result, it's hard for me to just really marinate in the fact that like, I'm happy and like life is good. And I think it was, you know, really cool. Like I'm not, this is so cheesy, but like, you know, a lot of you like messaging me and saying like, you look so happy and like everything looks so great. And like people even saying like, I'm tearing up like Vic watching you with Max and your family and your friends. And like, I'm so glad you get to have this wonderful day. And that's like so kind. Like the fact that people on the internet, like you guys who I might not have ever met in person, like can feel that way for me. And then it's like, I don't want to say these words because it's like not what I preach and I don't really believe it. But you know, I think there's a a part of me that's like, do I deserve this? And while I, yes, I know I work hard. It's not really that. It's more like the state of the world. Like there's so much going on and it's, you just can't see it as a human being and not be like, how am I so privileged and blessed and lucky to like be in this country or be a part of this family or, you know, be in this life, you know, that I'm in. And I think that's where the, like, I don't deserve it comes from is like, it's not that I think, oh, I, Victoria Garrick, like deserve less in my life. It's I, Victoria Garrick, think all these other human beings also deserve happiness and also deserve like a beautiful life and to not have to stress about like these great atrocities happening everywhere. And it's heavy and it weighs heavy. Like why this person and not me? And it's tough. And like, I don't usually talk about this on my platforms because 
because of a million reasons. And like, I, I dove into this on my episode with corporate Natalie, where it's like, you know, Instagram is my job. And like, you know, this morning I came across this post about this courageous woman in the Ukraine who is at a news station and she went on with a sign that said in Russia, we do not support this. Like, you know, we want peace. And it's like, now she's a fugitive. Probably very bad things are going to happen to her because of this. And I saw this and I was just like blown away at the courage of this woman and like just insane. And it's like, you get emotional thinking about it. And I wanted to share it to my story, but it's like, I also have sponsored content that is supposed to go live today. Like I'm in a contract. It's from a brand. It needs to go live. And you know, I understandably so that brand does not want their ad going in the middle of content about world events. And so then I don't post the thing about this courageous Russian journalist and it sucks. And you know, I think I've just like had to compartmentalize. And I think I also recognize that people come to my platform as like an escape. And so it's like, you know, I understand that. And sometimes it's an escape for me. And so I can't always post about it, but like, hell yeah, it weighs on me to think about like what's happening in the world. And like, gosh, it's just, it's hard. Wow. This is really turning into something so deep. I should just loop in my therapist while I'm here. Oh my gosh. Literally now I'm just like sitting. What time is it now? It's 534 and I'm still sitting on my office crying. This is bad because now I'm literally feeling like I'm in therapy. And you guys, my problem is I literally hold nothing back as evidenced by this and also everything else I've probably ever done on the internet. And I literally was doing a pre-call today for I'm speaking at an event virtually for TikTok tomorrow. Super exciting for Women's History Month. And they were like, is anything off limits? And I was like, nope, literally nothing is off limits. Like I will talk about anything. Like I'm an open book. And if for some reason someone happens to ask me something that is the one thing I don't want to talk about, which I don't even know what that would be at this point because I really don't have any limits, I would have the guts to be like, I'm not comfortable asking that. Let's move on to the next question. My point in saying that is like this podcast episode now, I feel like now I'm like digging deep in me to just find like everything that I'm like struggling with at the moment. And I think this is like, gosh, now I feel bad because I think you guys like come here to like have inspiration. And now I'm just like kind of, I'm like bringing you down with me, like especially with this next comment. But I just feel like recently, like I've noticed my parents getting older and it's not like they look visibly older, but it's just like, you know, my dad has his 70th birthday coming up and like, that's a huge deal. And it's also like, oh my gosh, like he's 70. And sometimes I'll just be so emotional, like just thinking about how like life moves and like people age and the people that we love, like aren't always going to be here. And it's hard. And, and then as a result, it's like every conversation you have with people you love, you want to make sure that, you know, like you're doing everything you can. And like my Yaya, who I love so much, like, and she doesn't listen to real pods. So I know she won't hear this and I won't hurt her feelings, but it's like every day I think about her every single day. I think about her, but I don't call her every day. And I'm sure you guys get that. Like we can't literally act like every single day we have to live our life as if it could end tomorrow. Like that's just not realistic. You know, I do think if I get overcome with emotion, like I am right now, I will definitely FaceTime Yaya after this episode and just say, hi, Yaya, how are you? I love you. Like, and I want to look at her and see her because I don't know how long she's going to be here. But then it's like every single day that weighs on me that I don't call her. I'm like, well, when she's gone one day, I'm going to be like, I would give anything to FaceTime her. So, you know, I should do it. But then it's like, I've got other things to do where I'm tired and I just don't want to, you know, you just don't want to. Gosh. And then I just sit here like, what a horrible thing to say, you know, but like, and maybe I should call her every single day. Oh God. Now I'm just like flashing back in my head to the day that she's not here. And I listen back to this, like, call Yaya. Oh my God. Should I just call her right now? No, because I'm crying and it's going to overwhelm her. That's another thing. The people that we love, they love us so much. And so it's like, you don't always want to tell them how you're feeling because you worry that they're going to worry. And like the last thing I want to add to Yaya's plate is like, 
me being sad because, you know, she's so old and she can't even really like do much outside of her house. And my uncle's caring for her. Like, I only want to bring her joy, you know, but I will call her after this and I'll just, I'll spit it as like, I'm crying because I love you so much and everything is great. It'll be good. It'll be good. Taking a quick break to tell you about a new health show presented by CVS Health called Healthy Conversations. On Healthy Conversations, listeners will receive expert insight into the challenges and trends transforming health from cancer treatment, lumpectomy, radiation therapy, you know, five years of tamoxifen. That was done to prevent five-year and 10-year recurrences, even though the likelihood of recurrence for someone with early-stage breast cancer was really small. But we couldn't find the needle in the haystack Everybody gets the same treatment for the 5% of people for whom they might recur. To advances in genetics. We need to dispel some myths. Myths such as your genes determine your health and there's nothing you can do about it if you have a certain genetic background. And this is not true in the vast majority of cases. And to the bright future of healthcare. It's a real time for innovation to reset and reimagine healthcare from intermittent reactive sick care to a future that's continuous, proactive, anytime, anywhere, bringing us better outcomes at lower costs and bringing better health equity all around the planet. Hosted by Dr. Daniel Kraft, a Stanford and Harvard-trained physician scientist, inventor, and entrepreneur, this show presented by CVS Health, a leading healthcare innovation company, Healthy Conversations, will introduce accomplished leaders and visionaries working to transform health systems. Healthy Conversations releases audio and video episodes. Subscribe, listen, and enjoy today wherever you find your podcasts. Thank goodness this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because I think if anything's clear, it's that I definitely needed to talk to someone. BetterHelp has been a sponsor of RealPod for a while now, and I'm so thankful for that because I feel like every episode, it's either me or the guest that says, in therapy, in therapy this, in therapy that, because talking to someone is so beneficial for our mental health and can be game-changing no matter what we're struggling with. And look, talking to therapist or a counselor is so helpful, and I am so so grateful to be able to share with you guys how BetterHelp can be a great fit for you. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. And it'll be super seamless scheduling to incorporate into your life. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours, which is my favorite part. You guys know this. When you want to talk to someone, you want to talk to someone. And the fact that you can go to betterhelp.com slash realpod today and get get 10% off your first month and connected with someone in just under 48 hours is amazing. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Whether it's struggling with your mental health, relationships, family issues, personal issues, you name it. BetterHelp can offer the support that you need. Head to betterhelp.com slash realpod. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash realpod for 10% off your first month. Any Whoville and the Blowfish, I just keep saying that every time I go from one sad topic to the next. I guess you know what I can do, and this is so classic Vic. I mean, the fact that I'm going to try to spin this to be inspiring. But I, I can imagine some of you are probably listening to this, maybe thinking, yes, I feel this way. I feel overwhelmed. I feel the guilt with my family. I feel the why me. I feel the pain of the world. Like I feel the stress in my life. And maybe you're thinking like, okay, well then how do I get through it? Or then what am I going to do next? Or what's my game plan? So I guess maybe I'll just kind of share with you how I'm going to deal with this and kind of how I'm going to think about it all. Well, 
I'm definitely going to FaceTime Mayaya. After this, I'm going to call her and I'm going to say, I love you. And I'm just going to check in. And I've been calling her a lot. I called her the whole weekend. We've sent her videos from the shower. Like I'm making it, I talk to Yaya all the time, but I just mean like, I'm extra hard on myself. What else will I do? I think booking the therapy appointment was great. And I recognized like, you know, I think I just need to kind of talk. And also I do that a lot where I say I need to like check in with my therapist. But what I'm going to do is like, I'm booking like once a week for probably eight weeks just because I want to kind of just get it in the calendar. And like, you always think there's something you can't talk about and then you figure it out. Like this is a perfect example of that. So I am going to take action on some of the things that are weighing me down. I'm going to also be honest with how I'm feeling and let it out. Like I already feel better that I kind of got a good cry in right now. Like I'm just already feeling better. Also compartmentalizing. I am just going to take some deep breaths and recognize that like, I'm going to be able to get everything done and everything's going to be okay. And I also think, you know, along with that comes recognizing our bandwidth and what, what we have in our tanks. You guys know one of my good friends, Ella, Ella Halikas, she hit me up today and was like, this weekend in LA, there's all these fashion events. Like, do you want to be my plus one? My so-and-so can get us front row, blah, blah, blah. And I, literally I began to type, oh my gosh, yes, this sounds amazing. And then I stopped and was like, Vic, I don't think we have that in us. I just don't think we had that in us. We had this huge bridal shower weekend. I went out three nights in a row. All these people were here. Then Natalie stayed with me Monday night and Tuesday night. So we were still hosting. That was a dream. I'm so glad she stayed. That wasn't like energy exerting, but like still like this is literally the first day. It's Wednesday. Festivities started on Friday that I'm finally alone and see like all this is coming up for me. And so I deleted my text in the drafts to Ella and I was like, delete, delete, delete. Hi, babe. Thank you so much for thinking of me. To be honest, I just think I need to slow down. I was like, I have nothing in my tank. It sounds awesome. Any other weekend I would, but like, I just need to chill. And she was like, I totally get it. And like, kudos to you for recognizing that and like, you know, standing by it. So that's something that's going to help me is like recognizing where I'm at and not overextending myself because if I keep doing that, I'll, I'll never be able to recover. Also, it's easy to get overwhelmed with everything going on in life. But if you kind of sit down and you think about, okay, I know I feel overwhelmed, but if I look at my hours and I look at how I'm doing things, I'm going to be able to get it done. I can pencil this in here. This thing isn't really that important, so I'm going to push it. This project isn't a priority. I can move it along or I can ask this colleague or this teammate or this friend to pick up my slack here because I need help this week. Big shout outs to my producer, Christiana, you guys who edits Real Pod. She could sense that I had so much going on. She's probably going to be laughing listening to this like, I freaking knew it, Vic. I knew you were falling down. And she doesn't have an accent. I don't know why I did that to her. Sorry, Christiana. <laughs> but I usually send in the title for the episode with a description. And I sent for last week's episode, I sent in the episode edits, but not with the other stuff. And I was like, I'll get you the other stuff later today, I promise. And like, I never did. And then three days later, I totally forgot. Three days later, she sent it to me and was like, here you go. And I also wrote a title and a description for you. And she is not supposed to do that. Like that is not in her role at all. But she did that because she sensed like I needed some help. And I think that's an example of like being able to lean on the people in your life and like let them help you and it's okay. So, you know, lean on the people in your life if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Also, the last little tip I will give here, which is on my do tonight list is recharge, recharge. And like literally the best way for me to recharge is hugging, cuddling and eating with Max and like laying with him and like probably watching Survivor. Like nothing gets me my superpower charge faster than like hugging Max and hanging out with him. 
So I'm so excited for him to come home tonight. He's probably going to laugh. Like anytime Max comes home and I'm crying or like I've lost it, he's like, what happened to my brain? He always says, what happened to my brain? Or he says, did I leave you alone for too long? It's so cute. I'm like going to cry thinking about how freaking cute that is. Max is such a freaking blessing, you guys. He is just, gosh, he is my dream man. I'm so freaking lucky. So yeah, Max will come home and that'll be nice. And whether that's a best friend for you, it's a family member, whether it is your favorite TV show, it is your animal, you know, those things that recharge us, lean into those. I am going to cut it off here before things get too... (laughs) I'm just kidding. I actually don't think I have anything else left to say, really. I've said it all. I should cancel my therapy appointment because we did it here together. I don't have anything else really to say. Because I said that I would, I will hop on real quick after therapy. So in three, two, one, let's jump to Future Vic. Three, two, one. All right, it's Future Vic here. Hello, people. Therapy went well. And actually, I know I said I would record this right after therapy, but of course, I had all this work stuff come up. So I had to go straight to work after therapy. It's now been like 48 hours. I honestly think that's better though, because then I can really you know, I took time to digest what we talked about and what it really means for me. And like I said, I didn't really have a big issue I was going into therapy with. So it's not like I'm sitting here like this problem I had has been solved. However, we did have a really good revelation about something I think I struggle with on a daily basis, 24-7. And it's just been helpful to gain the awareness that this is a thing for me because I'm excited to keep, you know, understanding how it shows up and what I can possibly do to combat it. And like I said, I've got some more sessions coming up. So I'm excited to keep going with therapy. Anyways, I'll dive in. I'm, I know you're like, what is it? Just tell us. Basically, we kind of discovered me, me and my therapist, that I feel like or it seems like often to me that I'm sort of walking through a minefield or walking on eggshells. I don't love the term eggshells because I don't prance around every day very, you know, frail and like afraid I'm going to do something wrong. But I definitely have an issue where I'm constantly thinking about the way that others perceive me. I mean, all the time. Like, do they think I'm nice? Do they think I'm friendly? Did they think that I said thank you? Did they think that I was grateful? Did they think that I wasn't on my phone too much? Did they think that I was engaged? Like, I'm always thinking about the way that people perceive me. And I think a lot of it has to do with social media. I'm always, always, I mean, you have to, you have to think, what are people going to think of this? Like, is this inclusive? Is this kind? Is this informative? Is this valuable? Is this funny? Is this relatable? Literally, I'm always thinking about what would the masses think of this? What would people who are different than me think of this? Because it's important, first of all, it's important to have that self-awareness. But I think it's gotten to an extent where like, I can't even, I was talking about this in therapy, go to the gas station and get bubble gum at the counter without thinking like, oh my gosh, this sweet old man working at the gas station must think I'm this dumb young girl. And like, I don't know, like I'm always creating narratives in my head about how people must think negatively of me or how I need to do like certain things to be, I don't know, to be liked by everyone. And it's exhausting. I mean, even at the bridal shower, because I was obviously rehashing therapy with Aubrey. Don't we always do that? You know, after therapy, you call your best friend and then like, 
do another therapy session. And she was like, yeah, I noticed at the bridal shower, you seemed like you were like scanning around the room or like, I don't know. She just, you know, she said I could sense maybe that at the bridal shower. And I was like, well, first of all, I had an amazing time. So I want to get that out of the way. But secondly, I do think there's an element of like, have I talked to everyone? Am I being polite and thankful to the hostesses? Am I box checking the certain things you're supposed to do, which is say hi to everyone, give a thank you toast. Am I acting lovely and elegant? Did I go around and say hello to the people who flew here for this? Have I spent enough time with everyone? Am I present when they're talking to me? I want to make sure they don't think I've got my phone. Like I'm exhausted recollecting all these things. And this is what goes on in my mind, like all the time on a daily basis. So I don't have an answer. I don't have a solution. This is just something that I was able to become aware of through that session. And it seems obvious, but it really wasn't to me until really thinking about it. Yes, every day I'm being very cautious of every single thing I do because I don't want to like signal the lasers. And maybe that's because I don't want to be canceled or I don't want to be disliked or I want everyone to think I'm cool. I don't know. But, you know, we're going to figure it out. So anyways, I'm going to wrap this up because we've been here for a while and I'm sure you guys are like "Mm, so over the sound of my voice by now. Hopefully not though, because you know, (laughs) new episodes every Wednesday. But yeah, that's where we're at. So anyways, I had a lovely time doing this. Maybe I should do this more. I'm going to post an Instagram today that is literally a live photo of me when I was on the floor recording the first part, um, (laughs) Verge of Tears. So drop a comment. Let me know if you enjoyed this and if it was helpful for you. And if you want me to keep kind of maybe doing these like vent sessions because it's nice. It's therapeutic for me. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate if you got all the way to the end that you care enough to hear about it means the world. Love you guys and hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Pod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of Real Pod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with Real Pod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real.